Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. So, fun fact, this is funny. So, I didn't cancel my flight to Wisconsin to uh, Milwaukee because yes, because today the Democratic National Convention is kicking off, sort of. It's all virtual. We all know that. But I, we were going to be live the entire week. We were going to be live. Where we were going to be set up at the, uh, you know, whatever that place is where they play the basketball games. And um, and we were going to have all sorts of, we were going to be broadcasting and do interviews, check out all the stuff. But then COVID-19, coronavirus, the Democrats were like, we're going to do everything virtually. I mean, Joe Biden's not even going. So why the hell would we go? Uh, and so we, we canceled it. But I never canceled my flight. So yesterday at like noon, I start getting all these little uh, messages on my phone from Delta saying like, bling, it's time to check in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Totally forgot. Then, it, you know, like two hours later, it's like, bing, welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Don't they know that I'm not on the plane? Don't they know I'm not in Atlanta? I'm literally sitting on my couch in Jacksonville in my boxer shorts watching, you know, like Big Brother on the DVR. Thank you. And uh, and they're welcoming me to Atlanta. And I was like, wow, that's really maybe somebody's on the plane pretending to be me. Maybe somebody's in my seat and they're pretending to be Mark K and they're headed to Wisconsin. Uh Anyway, I hope they enjoyed the I hope they enjoyed the free drinks. And then my wife, I told my I said to my wife, I said, look, I forgot to cancel my flight. So Delta thinks that I'm in Atlanta right now. And she said, Oh my God, what you were supposed to get your money back, weren't you? I said, It's okay. The company paid for it. It's not my money. So it's good to get it's like a write-off for them. Uh 855-765-1045. The election is uh, going to be very interesting, folks. These conventions, they're gonna be like no conventions ever in history. These are gonna these are gonna be conventions like you've never witnessed. Uh, if you actually watch them. First of all, here's something that's interesting. John Kasich, who you may remember was one of the top three candidates for the Republican nomination back in 2016. John Kasich, former governor of Ohio, Republican candidate, Republican in Ohio, Republican governor. He ran against Donald Trump and Ted Cruz and Chris Christie and the other 25 people uh, who wanted to be president for the Republicans, and he lost, and he never gave up. He never would concede the election to Donald Trump. He just couldn't take it. He's very Romney-esque in his in his inability to uh, to you know um, I guess accept defeat. He I, I don't know if he was if he was ever not defeated in in Ohio or whatnot. I don't know if he had problems growing up as a kid. People used to tease him. Who knows? Um, but in the end, he could never concede to Donald Trump. He would never accept that Donald Trump was a better politician than he was and was able to garner more support in the Republican um, in the Republican Party than than he was because he thought he was I mean, he thought he was all that and the proverbial bag of chips. So uh, former Ohio Governor John Kasich, he never went to the Republican National Committee or the Republican National Convention. He never went to the Republican National Convention in 2016. 
And this is important because it was in Ohio. It was in Cleveland. It was in his state. He was one of the final nominees. It's still in the contest. He was, he was, I think he came in third overall with the electoral or with the uh, delegates. He was the governor of the state where they were holding the convention. And he was so upset. He was so angry. He was so offended. He could not believe that Donald Trump was going to get the nomination in his home state that he boycotted the election. He, or the, he boycotted the convention. He decided, I'm not going to go. I, he was invited. He was invited to come give a speech. He was invited to help the party rally around Donald Trump for president. And he said, no, I'm going to be petty. I'm going to be childish. I'm going to turn my back on the Republican Party because they didn't pick me, which is what it all boils down to. I'm a Republican as long as I'm popular. And as soon as someone else comes along who is more popular in my party, I cease to be a Republican. Mitt Romney was the same way, still is to this day. And so John Kasich said, I'm not going to go to the convention. I don't care that it's in Cleveland. I don't care that it's in Ohio. Then, not only that, he did, he did one worse. He decided that he was going to hold an event, a Meet Kasich event, a fundraiser, if you will. And guess where he was going to do it? In Cleveland. And guess when he was going to do it? During the Republican National Convention. And just uh, like a mile away, a mile away from where we were at the convention center or the... Um, the uh, the uh, what do you, the stadium where the the who's the team Cleveland Cavaliers play the Quicken Loans Quicken Loans thank you very much we're all in the Quicken Loans arena Donald Trump's going to be there and Mike Pence is going to be there and Ted Cruz is coming to speak and it's very exciting and a mile away at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame John Kasich has scheduled his own event his own meet and greet because he wants nothing to do with the Republican National Convention. Now, this is funny. I was invited to the uh, I was invited to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to do like a panel. There was like a social media broadcasting panel of Republicans and conservatives. And so I was invited as one of five panelists and it was on stage at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was great. It was at like five o'clock or something. And I had to be on the air at six because we were doing a recap show on this station and all of the other stations that our company owns. So I talked to the, the uh, administrator and said, look, if I'm doing this panel at five, I'm not going to be able to make it back to the Quicken Loans Arena by six. Is there some way, can you can you give me like a room or something where I can set up my equipment and I can broadcast from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And they said, no problem. And they set me up and I went over there and they gave me this. They took me back like behind the, into the offices and they were like, here's a little conference room. You can go ahead and set up here. So I said, great. And I plugged in my equipment and I tested the internet and I tested the Wi-Fi and everything was working. And I said, okay, I'm going to go do the panel. I'm going to come back here and I'm going to do my show live. And they said, no problem. So I went, did the panel. It was awesome. People gave me a big round of applause. We had some beers, went back into the conference room at six o'clock to do the show. And I start broadcasting and I'm given recaps and I'm given this and that. And I get into this whole big spiel about how just an hour from now, John Kasich will be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, a one mile from the Quicken Loans Arena. He will be doing his own event, and he will be thumbing his nose at the uh, soon-to-be president of the United States, Donald Trump. And I let him have it. You know, I'm in this conference room, and I'm like, John Kasich is a weenie. John Kasich is a jerk face. John Kasich is such a baby, yada, yada. John Kasich's literally the worst person in the world at the time. And, I, you know, and I'm not a quiet person. <laughs> So we go to commercial break and I I'm like, okay, let me go. I got to run to the bathroom quickly because I'd been on stage for an hour, had a couple beers, launched into the show, needed to go to the potty. And I open the door, the little conference room door that I'm in, and I turn to the left to go to the bathroom. And literally the conference room right next to me, 
the conference room that shares a wall with me while I was broadcasting and screaming and yelling about what a horrible person John Kasich is, I walked by, the doors open, and inside, eating little tiny pieces of cheese off of a cheese plate, is John Kasich. And I look at him, and he kind of looks at me, and he nods to one of his aides, and they shut the door. <laughs> and I walked off to go to the bathroom. I don't know if he heard me or not. I'm guessing probably he did. But the whole point of this story is that in the last four years, the only convention that John Kasich will be attending is the Democrat National Convention in Wisconsin this week. Not only will he be attending it, he will be a featured speaker. John Kasich didn't go to the Republican National Convention in 2016, isn't going to the Republican National Convention in 2020, but he is, has accepted an invitation to go and to speak at the Democratic National Convention in Wisconsin. It's, I mean, uh, this, is, this is so telling of what happens to people in the Republican Party that don't get what they want. And this is one of the reasons why the Republicans always have a problem getting things done when they have control of Congress. This is a, a reason why they, they can't get anything done. Nobody can seem to rally around whoever happens to be in charge. The, you may hate the guy. You may hate Donald Trump, but don't you hate what the socialists and the Democratic Party are trying to do to this country even more? John Kasich doesn't. Mitt Romney doesn't. There's a handful of others who don't. It's really, it's really powerful. The Democrats hate each other just as much. Don't think that AOC and Nancy Pelosi are buddy-buddy. They're not texting each other little heart face emojis. That's not happening. But when it comes down to legislating, when it comes down to voting for impeachment, when it comes down to getting more money out of the, out of the Treasury system to spend on, on buying votes from the American people, they will get together. They'd, I don't care who hates who. Adam Schiff, I don't care if he hates uh, Jerry Nadler and vice versa. It doesn't matter. They all rally around together when the time comes to do business. And the Republicans don't do that. And with Donald Trump in charge, they've been doing it even less. And that's going to be the big problem. That's why going into this election, it's not just the presidency that's important. Got to keep the Senate, get more votes in the Senate, and really need to take a shot at bringing back some control of the House of Representatives. I don't know if that's possible, but it's definitely, it's definitely something we need. 855-765-1045. All right, got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll get to some of your phone calls here in just a minute. By the way, CNN released a new poll last night. And I think they almost I think they almost threw up in their mouths a little bit. I think they almost choked on their home poll. CNN's poll, they must be, half of them, they've got to be slamming their heads against the wall. They have no idea what's happening. Plus, the Democrats are declaring war on the post office. We'll give you, we'll tell you all about that here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch the Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. 855-765-1045. That's our number of anywhere in the country, except apparently in New Orleans. Someone on Facebook has tried to call from New Orleans and said 855-765-1045 does not work, which is we haven't banned in New Orleans. It's one of our favorite. Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? It's New Orleans. New Orleans. It depends right. where you're from. If you're I from always, there, it's New Orleans. I always say New Orleans, but uh, some people say New Orleans. New Orleans, I, It yeah. doesn't matter. You know, we had some beignets yesterday. We were at Casa oh. Marina for brunch, 
and they had beignets. So my, uh, we got into a whole lesson lesson with the kids about New Orleans with, and with the powdered sugar and the oh. and the honey. And they had like a little, oh, they yeah. had like a raspberry coolie on the side. Lordy, oh, lordy, that was so good. Anyway, um, eight five five seven six five one zero. I do love me some beignets. All right, so let's start with, uh, gosh, what do we start with today? Do we start with the poll or do we start with the post office? Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll start with the post office. If you, you've probably seen over the past week or so that the, that the post office has now become the focal point of the election. In fact, I believe Nancy Pelosi even called, she called it election central. The post office. The post office is election central, according to Nancy Pelosi, which is something that we've this is a new this is a new thing for the Democrats. They've always been trying to manipulate the uh, the election process. You remember the whole thing with Acorn back in 2012, uh, drumming up dead people's names to put on the roster for Barack Obama. Back in 2016, there were more shenanigans. You remember the the uh, the new Black Panther Party would stand at the polling places in in Pennsylvania during the Obama years and intimidate people. Uh, into not voting for John McCain or Mitt Romney or whatever. That was a huge. There was a huge investigation into into voter intimidation in Philadelphia uh, by the new Black Panther Party. And now, now you've got the Democrats who are basically trying to convince the U, the uh, U.S. voters that Donald Trump. And don't think that this isn't going to be. Here's what I think is happening. And the the, the the Democrats again. They're. They're conniving, they're underhanded, they're manipulative, but they're not stupid. And I think they see what's happening. They see what's happening with Joe Biden. They see what's happening with Kamala Harris. They realize that Kamala Harris isn't running for president and their candidate probably will not win. They understand how elections work. They understand the Electoral College. They hate it, but they understand it. And so they're trying to now come up with a plan to, again, attempt to throw Donald Trump out of office when he wins this election. And that's what this Postal Service thing is. Whenever you see the Democrats freaking out about the Postal Service or saying Donald Trump is not giving money to the Postal Service that we desperately need for mail-in voting, he's trying to he's trying to sway the election in his favor because he knows he can't win legitimately. In fact, in fact, that's exactly what happened. Uh, Wolf Blitzer was talking to Adam Schiff, speaking of which, about this whole scenario. Here's what he said. Tomorrow, House Democrats will hold a conference call to discuss ending uh, the recess, returning to the U.S. Capitol to deal with the uh, crisis surrounding the U.S. Postal Service. CNN has learned, by the way, uh, they're eyeing an August 24th return, uh, which would make it the first time in American history that either House of Congress uh, was in session during a party's national convention. Okay, so here we go. Get this. The, the House of Representatives, we talked about last week how the Senate and the House, they are on hiatus. They're gone until after Labor Day. And now Nancy Pelosi wants to call everybody back to deal with the post office crisis, which until last week, there was no post office crisis. It wasn't until the Democrats realized they needed a crisis because none of their existing crises were working. The economy collapsing due to coronavirus wasn't working. Black Lives Matter and social unrest, not working. The, the whole uh, coronavirus itself, not working. The Ukraine scandal, impeaching Donald Trump, nothing they threw against the president was sticking. Nothing was eroding his base of support and nothing was helping their really bad candidate, Joe Biden, pull ahead in any of the swing states where they need the votes. They are in a panic because nothing is working. And when nothing worked, when none of your manufactured crises work in the Democratic Party, you go back to the drawing board, you sit in a room and you try to you try to create a new one. And what they're trying to do here is set the stage for impeachment 2.0. Last time, it was Russia 
and Putin involving themselves in the election to get Donald Trump elect elected. And after Donald Trump was elected, they spent three and a half years trying to convince everybody that Donald Trump was working with Putin in order to get himself elected president, that he had manipulated the election. There was election fraud. It was rampant. It was a huge scandal. Donald Trump needed to be thrown out. Now they're going to do it again. But instead of working with Putin, it's going to be Donald Trump himself manipulating the election by not giving more money to the post office. And that's what they're creating as this new crisis. And you can tell that they're setting up for impeachment 2.0 because the person they have to speak about it to Wolf Blitzer is the king of impeachment himself, Adam Schiff. And in just a minute, I'll play for you what he said and explain to you why it's so laughable. And it means what Adam Schiff said on CNN means that the Democrats know they're going to lose to Donald Trump once again. And it's kill it's eating them up inside. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show continues in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting warm. We literally just started. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 if you want to get through. Real quick, I want to talk to Pat, uh, who's calling here in Florida. Hi, Pat. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, doing Thanks really well. Me. Absolutely, Pat. Thanks for calling. Tell everyone what you did over the weekend. On Saturday, I went on the largest boat parade for Trump, um, and uh, I live in St. Petersburg. Yeah, and it was uh, it started mainly around Clearwater. Sure, Clearwater it Beach uh, boat Trump parade. I heard it was huge. Was it was it record breaking? Do we know? Yes, it it was. It was three thousand boats. Wow, that is that's almost double what we had here in Jacksonville. And here in Jacksonville, fifteen hundred boats was like a, an incredible sight. I bet that I bet that's wild. I mean, that's a, that must be a sight to see. Were you on a boat, or were you like hanging out on the uh, on the side looking at them go by? I was in one of the boats. That's great. That's great. How much fun was it? Oh, it was so amazing, so much fun, and meeting new people and seeing all this support for Trump really really hits your heart in a wonderful way. Yeah, it sure does. And it also makes you realize that the Democrats uh, in the media are basically lying to you because you see the support. I mean, here in Florida, all up and down Florida, you've got Clearwater Beach, you've got uh, down in West Palm, you've got in Miami, here in Jacksonville, all up and down in Georgia, South Carolina, there was a Myrtle Beach, there was a Hilton Head one. Even in New York, Montauk. Montauk had a huge boat parade, Donald Trump all up and down Long Island. I mean, these boat parades are happening in Alabama and Texas. They're everywhere. This is the new rally. There's no way that Donald Trump can hold these rallies, especially after what happened, um, you know, what his last one with the empty seats and the COVID-19 and our, our good friend uh, Herman Cain, who came back from Tulsa, um, you know, and, and contracted uh, the coronavirus and, and wasn't able to recover from it. So the rallies are, are pretty much done. But the boat parades, they've popped up in place of the rallies. And the best thing about the boat parades is, number one, it shows you the amount of support to get three thousand people with boats to on the river or on the, the intercoastal wherever it is well i guess clearwater would be the the bay uh to get the, that number of people in boats to do one thing all together and don't forget that each boat holds on average four to six people so you're really talking about 12 12 000 people on the water not to mention the thousands of others that are on the shore 
and on the bridges and honking in their cars that don't own boats, that don't have the luxury of being boat owners. Not to mention the people that didn't even know about it but think it's a great idea and are watching online or sitting at home going, woo, Trump 2020. It's an incredible show of support. And it, it ties into this poll, which we're going to get into here in just a minute from CNN, which I know is making them just, they're spitting out their cornflakes today. They don't eat, they eat like mueslicks or something. They're spitting out their mueslicks today over at CNN because they can't believe what their own poll is telling them about the election in 2020. They're slamming, they're literally slamming their heads against the wall. Uh, before we get to that, though, let's get back to this Postal Service thing, because the Postal Service thing, it's important. It has nothing to do with the election. I want you to keep that in mind. It has nothing to do with the election. First of all, first of all, three, three. Jaguars defensive linemen. Excuse me, Ariel. This is my time, Ariel Wysocki. We'll get back to you in just a minute. Uh, so what, what people don't realize is this whole Postal Service thing and everybody talking about how Donald Trump is trying to take, you know, hit the knees of the Postal Service right when we need them most. He's trying to undermine the election. And in fact, that's what Adam Schiff was telling Wolf Blitzer. Listen to this. The president doesn't want to improve the functioning of the post office because he thinks that higher turnout, more Americans voting is a bad thing for him personally even if it's exactly what our democracy needs. Okay, first of all, it's not a democracy, it's a republic. And I wish that people who were elected to Congress knew the difference. Pet peeve, sorry. Second of all, what do, what he's basically, you have to, when you look at the Democrats or when you listen to the Democrats, especially someone as, as who's as big a phony as Adam Schiff, when you listen to them talk, you have to take the inverse meaning because that's really what the truth is. Listen again, here's what he said. Doesn't want to improve. Oh, hold on, let me start from the beginning. The president doesn't want to improve the functioning of the post office because he thinks that higher turnout, more Americans voting is a bad thing for him personally. OK, so what he's saying is if more people mail in their ballots, it's a bad thing for Donald Trump personally. He's not going to get the votes. What he means is the Democrats are afraid that if we had to run this election the way we've run every other election in history, including the last one in 2016, they're going to lose again. In fact, they know they're going to lose again. How? Well, this CNN poll we're going to talk about here in just a minute. Also, the 3,000 people who showed up, for the, showed up for the Trump parade in Clearwater Beach, Florida. There's tons of signs pointing to a Donald Trump victory. Not just a victory, but probably a landslide victory. The enthusiasm, the lack of enthusiasm on the left, the fact that Joe Biden doesn't campaign, the fact that he doesn't take questions. People realize people are out there. They're struggling to find out about the two candidates. They know all about Donald Trump. They know nothing about Joe Biden. And nobody's going to go out and vote for somebody that they know nothing about. That's not how America works. So they're petrified. They're petrified. And so now they've got they've got Adam Schiff out there and they're trying to convince people that Donald Trump is a bad man and he's trying to rig yet another election. And they're not doing it because they think they can change the outcome of this election because they can't. They're doing it to set up impeachment 2.0 so that come January after Donald Trump is inaugurated, they can start again. And this time it's not going to be Russian collusion. It's going to be postal collusion. Donald Trump colluded with the postmaster general to weaken the postal system and disenfranchise voters. That's exactly what that's exactly what they're doing here. The president and Republicans fear that if more Americans vote, that they will lose. And the Democrats fear that if the regular amount of uh, people vote, they will lose. I mean, here's the thing that they don't realize. Voting by mail is not a, is not something guaranteed by the Constitution. Nobody said you have the right to vote by mail. You have the right to vote and nobody's stopping you. Get off your butt, go to your polling place, cast your ballot, get your sticker. That's how people have voted 
for centuries. I mean, the stickers are new, but, you know, for centuries, people go up and they cast their ballot live in person, secret ballot. And we and we select our leaders. The Democrats know if that's the way we do it. If that's what we if we have to rely on voter enthusiasm, because you've got to be enthusiastic to get up and vote for somebody. If you're taking time off of work, if you're skipping lunch, if you're paying a babysitter, if you're doing whatever, you, if you're getting home late and you're missing your favorite TV show, whatever it is, if you are taking time out of your day to vote, you are passionate about that person. And if it's raining and you, you're only going to get up and vote if you're passionate about the person you're voting for. If it's snowing, if there's a hurricane, you're only going to get out and vote if you're passionate about the person you're voting for. And nobody is passionate about Joe Biden. Not even Jill Biden is passionate about Joe Biden. So they know that they lack enthusiasm on the Democratic side. So all, the only way they have a chance of winning is if they can deliver those unenthusiastic Democrat voters who don't really even care if Joe Biden is president or not, if we can deliver them the ballot at their home and make them not even have to lift a finger, if we make it so easy for them to vote, then maybe, maybe we can squeak out a win. That's what they're doing. It's not going to happen. And so Adam Schiff is collecting evidence for impeachment 2.0, which is going to be postal collusion. We do need to make sure that the foundational right, the right to vote upon which everything else hangs in our democracy is unimpeded. Right. And it is unimpeded. They're, Donald Trump is not stopping people from voting. He's not stopping polling places. He's not closing down polling machines. He's not telling people you can't go vote on November 3rd. Everything on November 3rd is going to run the way it always has. There is no... There is no inalienable right to a mail-in ballot. Yes, you have the right and the responsibility as an American to vote, but it's a right and a responsibility, meaning you've got to be responsible enough to go out and do it. You've got to be responsible enough and, have, and desirous enough of the person you're voting for to actually take office to go out and do it. It's not for the lazy people. Uh, it is part of a decades-long strategy of disenfranchisement, the, you know, the doing away with the postal boxes, the doing away with postal stations in urban areas, the enactment of deliberately burdensome voter ID laws. All of this has been years and years in the making to try to disenfranchise people. Uh, it's been years and years and years in the making because the Republicans know that the only way they can win elections is if they disenfranchise voters. Those pesky voter ID laws actually making somebody prove that they have the legal right to vote in this country? What is wrong with these Republicans? 855-765-1045 is our number. Quick break. More coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app, and he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Sorry, this is the Mark K. We're dipping in on Chopper Talk of the uh, president on his way to Minnesota. And then Wisconsin, the, the Democratic National Convention kicks off today in Wisconsin, at least the virtual version of it. And Joe Biden will not be in Wisconsin. Guess who will be? The president of the United States. He's going to Minnesota, going to Wisconsin and talking about maybe even heading to Iowa uh, because he just approved some emergency funds after their windstorm and the damage. Look, this whole Joe Biden hiding thing, it's never going to be. 
it's never going to be more of an issue than it is this week because you've got all of these virtual speakers. You've got them all. Barack Obama, AOC. You've got Bernie Sanders is going to speak. John Kasich, who we spoke about earlier. Joe Biden is not going to be at the actual Democratic National Convention to accept his nomination because he's he's too scared. He's hiding in his basement. He's not coming out. He's scared. He's scared of everything. This guy is the scaredest person who's ever run for political office in history. He's scared, first of all, of the coronavirus. We know that. I mean, he's like 900 years old. He's probably got a compromised immune system. So he doesn't want to go out, get the coronavirus and never be able to take office because, you know, he doesn't recover. So that's the first thing he's scared of. He's also scared of answering questions. He doesn't want the reporters to ask him anything about his national mask mandate, which I don't understand why he needs a national mask mandate anyway. He never goes anywhere. If you never leave your house, what do you care if everyone's wearing a mask or not? But he can't answer questions about, as Donald Trump pointed out, does he have the authority? He can't answer questions about defunding the police. He can't answer questions about Kamala Harris and her record and him being a racist and everything else. He They don't want him making comments and they definitely don't want him taking uh, questions extemporaneously because he can't handle it. His mouth and his mind cannot handle it. And so he's scared. And you can't, you can't, you can't, I mean, you just can't elect somebody president who's too scared to leave their their house 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1045 we're gonna get to this cnn poll in just a minute because it is fascinating but first um let's get to a couple phone calls here 855-765-1045 brent is in alabama how you doing brent thanks for calling the marquee show hey man i'm pretty good uh finally get to talk to you yeah i'm so glad i'm so glad man thanks for calling in what do you want to say today brent been watching for months and uh, just now getting on. All right, first, um, look, man, I'm 45, mm -hmm. and I've never registered to vote my whole life. Okay. Never. Never cared and never really had much to do with it until Corona hit. And yeah. then once Corona hit, man, I started really looking into some stuff. And uh, it's unbelievable. The Democrats, man, I, I, I just, I, you know, I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen to their party once Trump destroys them, I mean, are they going to have a complete breakdown and have to start all over? Or you think they're going to keep on with the same crap, man? That's a great question. I believe, I believe if I know the Democrats and I know a little bit about them, they yeah, like to they like to keep on with the same crap, which is the best. Yeah. They're not one of those, you know, they're like, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. But they don't, try, I try, mean, try, it's try, like try. they don't even realize at some point they're on the brink of insanity and they need to rework their system, maybe rework their beliefs, maybe realize that what they're selling to the American people, the American people don't want to buy. What so, I don't understand is why they can't just get on the side of the American people yeah. and actually care what we want and our needs instead of Pelosi getting drunk all the time or, you know, all these Democrats just making fools of themselves. Yeah. And the Republicans are just shining like stars, man. Well, Brent, listen, we're glad that you registered to vote, and good luck, and let us know how that goes. Are you voting in, by mail, or are you going to vote in person? Uh, I almost said a curse word, but no, sir, I'll be going in person. Okay, first. Everybody should. I'll be voting in person and he'll be cursing. Hey, thanks, Brent, for calling. We really appreciate it. Look, and that's and that's gonna here and that's really what the Democrats are afraid of. They don't care about the post office getting the funding or not. Right now, what they're trying to do is they're trying to convince you that Donald Trump is a bad person and that he's trying to steal the election by not giving money to the post office. It's so far-fetched. The disconnect between the two. There's never been two things that have less of a relationship to each other. The post office, and look, I love my postal carrier. 
She's great. I know a lot of people who are diligent, hardworking postal carriers. They do a great job. They're there for you. You know, they take care of you when they can. But the postal system as a whole, when you look from the top down for years, has been a debacle. And it's been a laughingstock and it's been a joke. And people know about it. People say all the time that the Postal Service messes this up. And I mean, it's always been a longstanding joke. But only now, when the Democrats are counting on mail-in ballots, only now, when the Democrats are counting on mail-in ballots across the board, do they even care about the post office? They didn't care about the post office 10 years ago when they were losing your, your, your disability checks when they were delivering, you know, your Playboy magazines to your neighbors and you never got them, they didn't care about it then. They only care about it now because they can't use it to manipulate the election if the Postal Service isn't running. What Donald Trump is doing, Donald Trump's not trying to disenfranchise voters. He's not telling people you can't vote. He's saying go out and vote. November 3rd, go out and vote. Everybody in the United States of America who is a citizen still has that right, just like last time. The only difference is the Democrats had four years to get a decent candidate and a decent platform that they could sell to the American people. And instead, they chose Joe Biden and socialism. So now they're sitting around going, God, we did it again. All right. What do we do now? Can we what do we, can we steal mail in votes? Let's try that. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Uh, more coming up here in just a minute and listen up we got this cnn poll that i almost i had to read it three times i was like are you sure this came from cnn it's bad news for biden 855-765-1045 quick break more of the mark K show coming up to cheat they could throw out all the republicans votes or all the democratic votes yeah i saw that i got a little video some woman was showing you know there here's my ballot and here's my brother's ballot and apparently they're like me and my sister they're members of different parties and her ballot had an R on it, and his had a D on it. So that was that was really kind of interesting to see. Uh, look, you know that there's a way. That if if you can trace mail, I mean, everything. Well, there's tracking numbers. There's this. There's that. There's so many barcodes on these things. You know that you can figure out whose ballot is whose if you if you had the correct information. So the only way to really have a secret ballot is to go to the little machine and slide it in. And once it slides in, get your little sticker and leave. And that's all Donald Trump's saying. He's not saying we're trying to disenfranchise voters. He's not saying we're trying to steal votes. He's saying get up and vote, just like, just like you know, just like you're, you've been doing your entire life. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Lee, Intercoastal Waterway. How you doing, Lee? Hey, good, Mark. I uh, just happened to notice that back on June 10th, the Postal Workers Union endorsed Joe Biden. So that means that when you vote by mail, you're giving your ballot to one of their people. You know, I'll bet, I'll bet the uh, the ballots coming from zip codes that went for Trump in 2016 will all get special handling. Lee, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is something you have an organization of postal workers endorsing one candidate over another. And then you're entrusting ballots for both candidates to that organization. You are a hundred percent. That'd be like that'd be like taking my dog over to the caddy shack, you know, for for grooming or for boarding. <laughs> you know, they're not going to get the special attention that they're going to uh, that they're going to get at you know, like dog lovers or us. It's really interesting. The whole fact that the USPS is allowed to endorse somebody, some candidate over the other, or the Postal Workers Union is allowed to endorse one candidate over the other, and then expect to be in charge of mail-in balloting and mail-in voting, it definitely is. I mean, it's it clearly. 
there is a disconnect. Clearly, there is a um, a uh, a conflict of interest there. Oh, speaking of which, by the way, did you hear what happened over the weekend in New York? Get this. Donald Trump, as you know, last week, uh, he was in New Jersey. His brother passed away. And it was very sad. His younger brother um, passed away. He was sick. He had some kind of like brain bleed or something after a fall. And he was in the hospital, very ill. The president went up to New Jersey, went to New York, uh, met with him, saw him before he died, and uh, was able to say goodbye. But, you know, a, a really difficult weekend for the president. Um, while he was there, though, he met with, get this, the New York Police Department Police Benevolent Association. Donald Trump had a meeting, had an event with the New York PD, the NYPD, their uh, police benevolent, benevol that's tough to say, the PBA for the NYPD. The Police Benevolent Association. And he met with them, and they, for the first time in history, as far as we know, or in recent history, they endorsed President Trump for president. This is the first one of the, in fact, the guy said, look, I've been a member of this organization for like 40 years. Never once, never once have I seen us endorse publicly a candidate for president. And the fact of the matter is, that when you look at how difficult it's been for the police unions, when you look at how different difficult it's been for but police who are being defunded, who are being rallied against, who are being targeted and attacked, and Democrats, Democrats are, are freaking out about the whole thing. They are just beside themselves. They are beside themselves that the police would be uh, taking a side politically for president. Donald Trump literally this weekend said, you know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to accept this nomination and we are going to put New York in play. We're going after the electoral votes in, in New York City and in New York State. We're going after New York. I was a New York resident. I helped build this city. I love New York. de Blasio is running it into the ground. Cuomo is running it into a ground. The ground, tens of thousands of people dying unnecessarily in New York because of the mismanagement during coronavirus and the nursing homes and the hospital. Black Lives Matter taking over the streets. Police fleeing, fleet, just retiring in mass numbers, painting the banners on Fifth Avenue right outside Trump Tower, locking down the city, forcing over 500,000 millionaires and billionaires to leave, probably never to come back. That's a half a million people with a boatload of cash leaving the city. The governor begging them. Governor Cuomo begging rich people to come back to New York City. Please, why would they? If I had a billion dollars, the last place I'd want to live is New York City. The last place I'd put my money is New York City, especially now under the current leadership. And Donald Trump's like, this is not right. We've got to save the city. We're going into New York. We're going to put it in play and we are going to win. He's going after the electoral votes in New York State. And a big part of it is this NYPD endorsement of President Trump. And guess who's annoyed by it all? AOC. She's, she calls it inappropriate. The NYPD union endorsed Trump. I'm sure this is part of their neighborhood outreach plan, she said. Also, does anyone see a potential problem with police unions, enforcement arms of the state with lethal weapons promoting preferred candidates for office? Or is that just me? No, I don't see a problem with that at all. I do, however, see a problem with the United States Postal Service Workers Union endorsing Joe Biden and then being charged with millions of ballots. Uh, for the for for Joe Biden and Donald Trump, I do see a problem with them being trusted with millions of ballots on either side of the aisle. Oh, you know what? Let's endorse Joe Biden and then trust them to run a fair election without any cheating, without any kind of problems whatsoever. That to me, that to me is inappropriate. 
855-765-1045. I'll tell you what, man. Police know people. Police have wives and kids and friends, retired police officers. If, if the NYPD is endorsing President Trump, he's right. There's a good shot. He could get those 29 electoral votes. 855-765-1045. Quick break. I promise I'll get to this poll next. I promise. Swear to you. It's next. It's on uh, the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKB. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. Uh, we appreciate you being here. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the CNN poll. Man, CNN, and here's, I'm going to start by saying everybody's always like, why do you always talk about polls? You always talk about how polls are so bad and polls are so skewed and you can't believe polls. And then a poll comes out that's in favor of Donald Trump and you're all excited about it. And I, that's true, and I'll tell you why. Polls are skewed towards the Democrats, especially polls from a place like CNN. They undersample Republicans. They oversample Democrats. They phrase their questions in a way that's favorable to one candidate over the other. And typically it's the blue candidate and not the red one. So when you look at a poll from CNN, you have to understand that Republicans are undersampled and that the majority of the people providing the information are Democrats. That's how you look at these polls. Now, having said that, when a CNN poll comes out that is favorable to the president, it's even more exciting because, you know, still the majority of the people that they're polling are Democrats. They're undersampling Republicans, and yet the president is faring better than ever before. And so what happens then is the people at CNN who are purposely trying to sway this poll in favor of their candidate, Joe Biden, to drum up excitement in their party and make every Republican think that Donald Trump is done for, they're over the moon. However, this latest poll, it's not going to send them over the moon. It may send a couple of them totally over the edge, though. A new CNN poll shows Biden and Trump matchup tightens as enthusiasm hits new high. That headline, by the way, is a total understatement. I've seen this same poll reported elsewhere where they say bad news for Biden. Trump surging. Listen to this. On the eve of the party conventions, a majority of voters, 53%, are extremely enthusiastic about voting in this year's election. A new high in CNN polling in presidential cycles uh, dating back to 2003 when Barack Obama was running. Overall, 50%, I'm sorry, when George Bush was running. Uh, overall, 50% of registered voters back the Biden-Harris ticket, while 46% say they support Trump and Pence. The, the margin of error in this poll is plus or minus four percentage points. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are, uh, are uh, differ by four percentage points. Four percentage points. That means that this is a dead heat in this CNN poll. Biden and Trump basically tied. This is where it gets really interesting. Across 15 battleground states, the survey finds... Biden has the backing of 49% of registered voters, while Trump lands at 48%, which means in battleground states, which they've been heralding as a Biden win, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Carolina, Florida, Biden's even going to take Texas, Ohio, forget about it. Donald Trump doesn't have a chance. It's all Biden, Biden, Biden. Now, leading into the Democratic National Convention and the Republican National Convention with fewer than 90 days to go, it's an even Stephen race, according to CNN. And keep in mind, these are Democrats. 
which means if you actually sampled the same number of Democrats as you do Republicans, if you actually wrote the questions in a way that it didn't favor one candidate over the other, if you ran a totally uh, nonpartisan poll the way other companies do, then you would have Donald Trump ahead. If CNN polled as many Republicans as they did Democrats, you would see Donald Trump ahead in this poll. And that is bad news for CNN. That is why the Democrats have Adam Schiff already working on their next plan of postal collusion. That's why he's out there trying to drum up evidence. That's why they're coming back to session to hold hearings so that when Donald Trump gets reelected, which according to this new CNN poll, looks like it's going to happen, they're going to have something ready to go. They're going to have more impeachment hearings. They're going to have more articles of impeachment and they're going to lose once again. These polls are so telling. This is, look, a month ago, Joe Biden was up 15 percentage points. Now, four percentage points nationally and dead even in 15 swing states. And the Democrats, again, they're conniving, they're underhanded, but they're not stupid. They know how elections work. And you had them on CNN after this poll came out last night trying to figure out what the worst case scenario could be. And listen to the, listen to what happened on CNN last night. They're talking with one of their electoral college. I don't even know who I don't know who these people are, but they're talking about the electoral college and these polls specifically and how it shakes out for a Donald Trump victory in 2020. Listen. You know, a lot of people have heard that Donald Trump has this hidden advantage when it comes to the Electoral College. How's okay, that? Stop, so stop one second. Notice how Donald Trump has a hidden advantage when it comes to the Electoral College. That's, that's a, first of all, that's a lie. Nobody has a hidden advantage. Everybody has the same ability to win electoral votes. The Electoral College has not changed. The Electoral College is how we've been choosing presidents forever. And yet now Donald Trump has this has this this hidden advantage. How do we, what is the hidden advantage that Donald Trump has? The hidden advantage is that Donald Trump understands how to win elections and the Democrats don't. Here's their expert explaining what happened back in 2016. We saw that Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by two points. But in the state that contained the median electoral vote in the Electoral College plus one, Wisconsin, which is also known as the tipping point state, Donald Trump won it by one. That means that there was an Electoral College bias of three points. That essentially means that Trump could have lost the popular vote by up to three points and still won the election. So that's a hidden advantage for him for sure, at least in 2016. It's not a hidden advantage. It's just an electoral advantage. And the reason he had the electoral advantages in Wisconsin is because he had a party and a platform and an agenda that was better for Wisconsin voters than Hillary Clinton's. Oh yeah. Also, he actually went to Wisconsin and he campaigned there. And so you see what they, they look, Wisconsin was the tipping point. Wisconsin was what ended Hillary Clinton's career. Then it was Michigan. Then it was Pennsylvania. Guess where Donald Trump is today? Wisconsin. Guess where Donald Trump will probably be tomorrow? Wisconsin. Guess where the Democratic National Convention is? Wisconsin. Guess who's not going to be there? Joe Biden. They're on CNN saying that this is the tipping point state. This is what gave Donald Trump the electoral advantage, which, which allowed him to win the election, even though he lost the popular vote. It's a state that is a must win again. It's where the Democrats decided to hold their convention. Donald Trump is there and Joe Biden is not, nor does he have any plans to be there. But this is what really you want to hear. You want to hear fear in people's voices. Listen to this. Remember last time around, Trump lost the popular vote by nearly three million votes. This time around, given the math of the CBS News. News YouGov polling, as well as the expected increased turnout, Trump could lose the popular vote by over 5 million votes 
and still win in the Electoral College. Do you hear Democrat minds blowing all over? Trump could lose the popular vote by over 5 million votes and still win in the Electoral College. Trump could lose the popular vote by over 5 million votes and still become president. How does that happen? It's because of the Electoral College. The Dem they don't understand how elections are won. You'd have thought after 2016 they've, they would have investigated. But no, they don't, they don't know that California and New York don't pick the, Demo the president. They don't understand that the, the West Coast and the East Coast aren't the only places where you can go and campaign. And yes, maybe Joe Biden does better in Texas than Hillary Clinton did. Maybe that's where he drums up some more popular vote. Maybe it's a closer contest in places like Florida. You know, big state. Maybe it's a closer contest in places like uh, places like Arizona. And, and, and Donald Trump loses some of his votes overall, but still maintains an electoral advantage. He still wins. And Joe Biden could go down in history as being the largest popular vote getter who lost in the Electoral College. It could and probably will happen. And CNN can't believe it. And I think that's the number that blows a lot of people's minds, that someone could lose the popular vote by five million and still win in the Electoral College. It only blows the minds of people who watch CNN because people that watch CNN, they didn't pay attention in high school when they covered Electoral College politics and Electoral College elections and how the Electoral College worked. They didn't pay attention in high school. They haven't been paying attention. They're not paying attention now. And they're going to wake up on November 4th and they're going to be crying and screaming and rioting and looting because Donald Trump is going to lose the popular vote by... Five million and still be president of the United States? How does that happen? 855-765-1045. Quick break. More Mark K. Show coming up. Stay tuned. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K. Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K. Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Five seven six five one zero four five is number eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Democrats waking up this morning to a realization that they could lose again, but lose even bigger than they lost in twenty sixteen. Listen to this from CNN. And I think that's the number that blows a lot of people's minds: that someone could lose the popular vote by five million and still win in the Electoral College. And that's exactly why we have and need the Electoral College. It's so that people that don't live in major urban centers actually have a say in who gets to be their president. And I'll tell you, I don't even think it matters because this Electoral College, the more I think of it, the more I see these boats in Florida with the Trump flags and in New York. And when you see the New York, this NYPD Benevolent Association or whatever, the, the union, whatever it is in, in New York, the fact that the New York City Police Department in any way, shape or form took the stand against the Democrats and said, we're endorsing President Trump speaks volumes about what kind of, I mean, the, the platform of the Democratic Party is so far off base. Every single police officer in the country is going to vote Republican. Every single wife of a police officer or husband of a police officer or, or daughter or son or mother or father of a police officer is going to vote Republican. Because you don't want your loved one going out there to work every day in an environment and for a government that doesn't protect them and, in fact, is, is actively working against their protection by defunding them, by taking away the weapons that they need to do their jobs effectively. 
You've got organizations that would think they're replaceable with, with mental health workers. You know who needs mental health workers? People in government who think that mental health workers can do the job of a police officer. Defunding the police is the worst campaign platform that any party has come up with ever in history. And there have been some pretty bad ones. Defund the police is a, it's a, it's a guaranteed way to lose an election. The only other thing that's worse is mandatory mask mandate, period. I mean, think about this. This is what Joe Biden has. He's got one half of his party that hates cops, doesn't want them on the streets, wants to take away their money, thinks that they can have a police-free society. In Minneapolis, that's exactly what they want to happen. You think the other people in Minnesota think that? You think that Donald Trump's not going to win Minnesota this time around, a state he only lost by like 0.2 percentage points to Hillary Clinton in 2016? Minneapolis has gone so far to the left that the rest of the state is going to is going to speed all the way to the right. Defunding the police. Well, that's a, that's a that's a harebrained idea. You're going to lose so many votes in every single state. I mean across the board, people respect the police. They want the police to be there. They want to protect the police. They want to back the blue. And if you're related to or friends with a police officer, you're not going to put their lives in danger, and that's exactly what you're doing by voting for a Democrat. You're putting police officers' human lives in danger. Then the other side of the issue is mandatory mask mandates. He doubled down on it on Twitter, or whoever happens to be in charge of, of Joe Biden's phone doubled down on it. Joe Biden is, is pushing mandatory mask mandates nationwide. Every American has to wear a mask nationwide, period. If I were president, that's the first thing I do. So here's Joe Biden saying, you know what we're going to do? We're going to defund the police and we're going to force you to wear a mask. Vote for me. Is, that is there anyone out there who thinks those are the two most important things in our society right now? Is there anyone out there who thinks that maybe our personal freedoms and, oh, yes, having an established police force, having a law enforcement agency that could actually help protect those freedoms? Aren't those more important? Think about this, too. If you defund the police, who's going to be walking around making sure everyone's mandatorily wearing a mask? Doesn't make any sense. None of their platform makes any sense. And they know it. They're starting to see it. Whenever Adam Schiff comes back into the picture, whenever Adam Schiff comes back on TV, that's a surefire sign that the Democrats are throwing in the towel on the election. It's lost to them. Joe Biden was a bad choice from the beginning. He's, he's proven to be a menace to the Democratic Party. Kamala Harris isn't going to fix anything. Black voters aren't flocking to the ticket because of her. They're still, they're still annoyed at all the racist things Joe Biden's been saying over his lifetime. And especially the past couple months. It's a disaster for the Democrats. They know they've lost. So what are they doing? They're setting the stage for the next round of impeachment hearings. That's why Adam Schiff is back in business. That's why Nancy Pelosi is calling the House back during the Republican National Convention. She's trying to convince you that Donald Trump is trying to steal this election by not giving the post office more money. 855-765-1045. Terrence in Jacksonville. How you doing, Terrence? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hi. Hi, Shucky Ducky there, Mark. How hey. you doing? I'm good, Terrence. What's uh, up, man? What do you want to say? Uh, all right, really quick. I'm going to tie this in. The very mentality of, of the Democrats wanting to keep this lockdown on yeah. has created a 300%, like 200% increase, up to 300 at the post offices. Yeah. Because people are ordering everything online. You they get bulk deliveries from every company, like True. UPS, FedEx. Yeah, they keep 
They can't. So you're smart, man. What's the best way to get the ballots in? You'd have to end the COVID scare. Terrence, that's a great listen. Listen to what Terrence is saying. Because the Democrats have locked down the country, people are ordering things at 300 percent a higher rate of ordering things than before. The post office is bogged down with all these Amazon.com packages. That's why it's slowing down. That's why it's not working. Instead of funneling more money into the system, why don't you let people go back to the store? Why don't you lift the lockdown? Don't require them to wear a mask. Let them go out and buy stuff. That There's a thought. Then the post office won't feel the pressure of all these extra packages, all this extra mailing going out, and then maybe they can handle all of the mail-in ballots. But again, that's not what it's even all about. They know they're going to lose. Now they're setting up to try to take down Donald Trump after he wins again. 855-765-1045. All right, got to get out of here. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh. It's all next on 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.